Ahem. I don't know. I, I decided to do that instead of the normal intro because I was like, yeah, I'm too lazy to hook this up. Except I realized that for today's show, I have to hook this up. I have to, I have to make sound happen. So that was dumb and a waste of time. My fault, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to a helpful snowman episode. Today, we are, uh, we are on a little website, astronaut.io. Uh, I'll read the description for you. Today you're an astronaut. You are floating in inner space 100 miles above the surface of the Earth. You peer through your window and this is what you see. You're people watching. These are fleeting moments. These videos come from YouTube. They were uploaded in the last week and have titles like DSC1234 and IMG4321. They have almost zero previous views. They are unnamed, unedited, and unseen by anyone but you. Astronaut starts when you press go. The video switches periodically. Click the button below the video to prevent the video from switching. <laughs> so basically, uh, this is stuff that's been uploaded to YouTube that no one has watched. So we're just going to um, take a little exploration and see what's out there. This is, this is one of our uh, famous plumbing the depths of the internet episodes. So I'm pushing go. And I'm seeing a deer. This is like a trail cam. Oh, sorry. There was a deer that's just on a trail cam. Oh, God. Hello. Okay. Um, trying to figure out how this. Okay. I think I've got this worked so I can talk about the things while also watching the things. <laughs> so this is a guy with no shirt and some tattoos. I am and that's it it was just hello I am and then it moved to that was it <laughs> I, some of these have already like how why why would you upload this who is why what's happening I have no idea what that was that was some guy saying something in a language I don't know hopefully nothing horrific apparently this is something sciencey I, I don't I have no idea what but it's a, a guy writing notes and it's weird because he's writing notes on like a tablet or something but there's like pencil sounds in it Winds. Northern Hemisphere के अंदर right hand side turn कर देता है, deflect कर देता है, और जो हमारे southern hemisphere में या हमारे yeah fascinating. Uh, this is basically someone writing his science notes. It's weird because I don't know how long this is gonna go. Um, apparently this has something to do with the uh, the Himalayas. <laughs> uh, you know the. 
this whole astronaut.io thing is interesting because it's like I guess it's it's fun to know. Oh, here we go. This is a guy playing a game, and that's over. That was like a guy playing one of any number of a million. There are so many fucking uh, sort of like Candy Crush clones, aren't there? Like, just out there in the world. It's kind of weird how many. Uh, it's like anything I do. You do Duolingo, and it's got an ad, and it's like, what is this for? Oh, a different kind of Candy Crush. Oh, what's this for? Oh, a different kind of Candy Crush. Poonmaster Flex downloaded this game. I think it's called Roomscapes or something like that. And the advertisements are always like, there's a guy in a room, and there's like acid or something, and if you pull the wrong thing out, he'll get killed by the acid. It's always like little puzzles like that. And so then she got the game, because she was like, I'd play that. And she did play it, but she's like, oh, it's basically a Candy Crush type of thing. And then every, every like, very rarely but so often you get a uh, a level where you do this kind of thing. And it just, it was weird to me because I was like, why are they advertising it as this kind of game? Then you play it and it's fucking Candy Crush. But also I was like, well, I guess because if you if you just put Candy Crush, if you're like, we're honest about what it was it would just be a nightmare, right? It would just be a horrible nightmare of, uh, why would anyone pick any, you know, any candy crush over another? They're all, to me, they're all the same. I suppose that someone could easily come back to me and say, well, all these Mario games are kind of the same. And I'd be like, oh, you're not wrong. But you know, whatever. Fuck off. It's fine. It's fine to play a bunch of different ones. I'm just not a big puzzle gamester. The only puzzle game that I've been playing that I enjoyed was there's a New York Times one, not the Wordle one. It's one where you get 16 words and you have to figure out how they're, you group them into groups of four and they're related in some way. And it's, it's fun. It's more fun to me. Wordle doesn't feel fun to me because it's like, uh, I, I feel like you can just win by strategy. You know what I mean? It's like, well, if you had a couple words, I think if you had two or three words that you just always used, you could then pretty much get it every time. <clears throat> Plus, I'd be like, well, eventually I would get it in, you know, one try just by chance. And then I'd be like, why ever play this again? That's beating the game to me. But whatever. You know, everybody's got their own shit. And that's cool. I like that game, but I don't really like other puzzle games. I've never really learned. It all started with Minesweeper. Minesweeper never made sense to me. And then I asked Poonmaster Flex to teach me how to play it one time. And basically, um, she's very nice, but also seemed a little frustrated that I was so stupid at the game. And also, I guess for me, Minesweeper, I was like, I think I get it. And I don't get why it's fun. <laughs> I don't understand why, like, okay, this box has a number and it means that it's kind of, for me, it's like Sudoku. Like, I, I get how Sudoku works and it's something that, you know, I could probably learn to do competently, but also I'm like, I don't understand why this is fun. And maybe that's like the big thing for me on games is like, it's got to be fun first. It's got to be engaging for me first before I can uh, get into it. And that's, like, probably why I sort of hate board games, right? Is because it's, like, 
most board games aren't very fun at first. You have to learn the rules, and then you learn the rules so you can basically play. Then you learn the strategy so that you can play competently and competitively. And then it's like, then it probably gets to be pretty fun. But until that stage, it's like, I don't know, this, what am I doing? Like, I'm just going through a bunch of motions to learn a thing that has no practical application whatsoever and isn't fun. That's the thing. And that's, I think that's why video games are successful because they're usually pretty fun almost right away. They like know like, well, this has to get fun awfully quick. Otherwise, everybody's going to give up. You know what I mean? If you don't do anything for a long time, it's like, a, well, this is a totally unrelated, but <laughs> so I'm taking a second shot at reading the book, The Living Dead by, it was George Romero kind of wrote it. And then another writer, Daniel Krauss, put it all together and I guess edited it and did, I don't know how, I don't know what percent was what, because I think it was a posthumous publication. Um, and so I gave it a first try and I was like, this is so goddamn boring. And it was a little bit of like the George Romero thing where he's like trying to insert his politics into the story, which is fine. You know, that's always been sort of present in his movies, I think. But also we got so much of that. And I'm listening to the audiobook. Now, this is a long ass book. I think it's like 27 hours on audio or something. And um, we're 90 minutes in before we get our first zombie. And I was like, George, I could have watched any of your first, you know, four zombie of the dead movies in the time it took me to get to a zombie in this book. But, you know, the bigger issue there is I'm like, I mean, the first zombie shows up in Night of the Living Dead within five minutes. The zombies in... Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and Land of the Dead are there from the beginning. From shot one, zombies exist in this world and people are somewhat aware of them. And I was like, it seems like you learned a, a good lesson between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. And one of the things I really like about Dawn of the Dead is it's like there's panic and things are happening. but And it's like people don't totally have the zombie thing figured out, but they're also not wasting a shitload of time explaining to the viewer what it is. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, if you'd never seen a zombie movie before, you could figure it out as it goes. Something weird is happening. But also, who has never heard of the concept of a zombie before? I mean, unless you're like five years old and you, you have no idea. But even then, I think today, probably like pretty young kids have at least a vague concept of what a zombie is. So I'm reading this book, The Living Dead, while I'm listening to it. And it's like, I'm an hour and a half in, and I'm about to where I left off last time. And I know why. Because it took this long to get to a zombie. But also, it's like a zombie is coming to life, and we are spending so much time with the characters who are encountering this zombie being like, how can this be? What is going on? This is impossible. And I'm like, dude, bro. George Romero, you wrote this in probably 20, I don't know, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Um, you wrote this so long. I mean, you'd made like seven zombie movies yourself and like countless 
books and other movies from other directors and other things, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, I think we are all at this juncture so familiar with the idea, the basic idea that this slow of a burn to even get to one, but then also this uh, extremely long, you know, drawn out process of people figuring out what it is, is so boring. It's so unnecessary. It's so like bloated. And that's the thing. The book is like, I don't know, five, 600 pages, something like that. And I'm like, well, listen, if this was a tight 250 and it took a long time, but it was doing it for a good reason, I'd be fine with it. But this is like, listen, when you turn in a book that that's, that's that long, there's probably some fat to be trimmed off of it. This seems like a great thing to trim off of it. It's one of my pet peeves that I, I gather doesn't bother everybody. I've talked to uh, my friend Megan about this a lot because she's like, well, that's how people would react in real life. And I'm like, I agree to some extent, but also I disagree because I'm like, but in real life we have zombie fiction, right? And that's the thing is like zombie, fi I don't know if zombie fiction can afford to exist in a world where zombie fiction does not exist. In other words, like, I think zombie fiction needs to exist in these fictional zombie stories as well. And uh, it's like, well, that's the closest explanation. It's kind of like a vampire. Uh, vampires don't seem to have as much of this problem in the movies. It's like you can have the moment of disbelief, like, you can't be a vampire. But it, it feels like in vampire movies, they're like, yeah, I mean, this whole Dracula thing was pretty big, <laughs> like... We can't really pretend that didn't happen. In vampire fiction, uh, you know, like what we do in the shadows and so on, it, it definitely plays with the idea that vampire fiction is real. Or vampire fiction exists in that world. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's kind of what you have to do these days, unless you have a very unique take on things. But I think, I think the time from... Uh, Story begin to, okay, we are entrenched in something happening with zombies, uh, is always shortenable at this point. Well, okay, let's move on. I'm going to keep the sound off because I don't know if we need it. Here's a, a baby. Oh, he's, he's gone. It was just a fat little baby sitting on a bed looking happy. <laughs> it was like a half a second long. I don't, it, this is like, is this grandmas and stuff uploading stuff to YouTube on accident? Now, see, this one is a guy on a bike doing kind of a selfie thing. Or he's he's got a bike helmet on, I should say. Uh, This is someone at a mall just looking at clothes. And saying what they cost, I guess. <laughs> I. So, yeah, some of these I'm like, okay, I bet this is just like, Grandma and Grandpa made a video, and then they're like, oh, send me that video. And they're like, I accidentally pushed a YouTube button. I don't know what's going on, you know. But other ones, I mean, they have titles and stuff. Well, sort of titles. Um, or, you know, they, they look like they were intentionally filmed, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, someone made this on purpose. The one that had prices on it was like, well, somebody went back through and added those prices to the screen as like an overlay. A text overlay. So this wasn't an accidentally made video. Like right now, I see one and it's like soccer players. You know, soccer game. 
looks like maybe a youth-ish soccer game. And you're like, all right, yeah, I, I completely understand why somebody would record this. And I could see someone accidentally uploading it, you know, or just throwing it up there for sharing purposes or something. This one, you know, it's not as exciting because it makes sense. Oh, here's a band. I can't tell who it is, though. I just heard that the Rolling Stones are making uh, new music, which I find pretty fascinating because it's like, uh, why? I mean, I get, I guess I get why. I don't know. I, okay. I've watched some Shark Tank lately and sometimes someone will invent something, right? And they're like, uh, listen, um, you know, should we license this? What should we do? And, uh, you know, the person wants to keep their company like this, you know, some guy makes some little gizmo, let's say a little thing that keeps your glasses on your shirt. That's what I saw. And, you know, the, the shark tank person who wants to buy it is like, I want to, I want to buy the whole company. Uh, you'll keep, you know, 5% every sale that's made, you'll get 5%. You're going to get rich off of this and do no work forever. And those are the deals that I'm always like, oh, God, I wish. I wish someone would be like, I'm just going to take this thing off your hands, make you money with it, and you're done. I'd be like, that sounds amazing. Let's do that. It's exactly what I was hoping to hear. I was not hoping to hear, like, let's be business partners. You can work super hard for the next 10 years to build this brand, and I will make a little money off of you. I would so much rather flip and be like, I'm going to work really hard to sell this to get my investment back, and then you're going to make whatever off of it. That would be amazing. I would love that. So anyway, I, I guess I just don't understand that mentality because I'm like, I don't know. But I guess, you know, maybe if I invented something that I was like, I put my heart and soul into this thing. It's just hard. I don't understand it's someone who's like, I put my heart and soul into this thing, and the thing is like... uh you know, it's a little magnetic clip that holds your glasses on your shirt. It's like, eh, all right. I mean, sure, but also, eh, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, here's some cheerleaders. Appears to be in China. Or maybe an aerobics class? <laughs> Hard to tell. Hard to tell the difference. Uh, here's a baby. Not a baby, toddler, who's being filmed by two cameras. Because right now I'm seeing a camera, uh, and it's showing that there's another camera. So this kid's being filmed by two cameras at once, doing, he's doing absolutely nothing. He's sitting on, like, a mattress, and he's sort of paging through a book, I think. And it's like, this is a two-camera jobber here? Like, what's happening? I don't know, maybe this, for all I know, this kid's incredibly famous. Although I guess this has no views. That's kind of the whole point of this site. So he's he can't be incredibly famous. Marginally famous? All right, we got to switch. See, now this is a vertical filmed video. Looks like it's on a golf course. Someone definitely filming someone practicing putting on a practice green. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, yeah. I, I get why this is here. I get why no one has watched this. I don't really get why someone uploaded this, but why does anyone upload anything, right? 
Oh, yeah, we're back to the concert. Oh, okay, so that's where I was going with that anyway. So Rolling Stones, they make, they're making new music, and it's like, um, I don't know, maybe they just, maybe, I have to consider the possibility that they love making music. That, you know, making music is very fun for them, and they just enjoy the shit out of it, and don't want to do anything else. But that seems so unlikely to me, I guess. I don't know why. Maybe because uh, the Rolling Stones seems like a band where the members don't necessarily particularly love each other. Because didn't Mick Jagger and uh, what's-his-face guitar man, Keith something, fuck, Keith Richards, didn't they, like, uh, famously, like, you know, play concerts and tours and stuff, but not speak to each other for like years. I mean, it, I don't know. It's fine, but uh, I, I just don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you would be uh, be in there doing that kind of thing. I, I don't know. It'd be like if my mom kept working for, you know, way into her 70s. And also had a, had a child when she was like in her 70s, which I'd be like, well, on the plus <laughs> medical marvel. So, I mean, that's something just scientifically and physically what you've done here is amazing. I have to give you that credit. Uh, morally, ethically, whatever. I'm not so sure. <laughs> you know, this is a this is a very Jurassic Park moment for you, which is uh, you you wasted no time asking, should I? It was like the question of can I was answered, and the should I was not. I just don't get, like, being a dad. This seems like a celebrity thing, like a dad being a dad in their, like, 60s or something. Because it's not even about, to me, like, oh, everyone's going to think I'm your grandpa when I come to pick you up for school or something. It's like, well, no, they won't, because if you're a fucking huge celebrity, they'll just be like... Well, first of all, you ain't picking up your own kids from school, are you? Um, but secondly, like, everyone will know who your dad is, so they'll just be like, oh, yeah. And probably if you go to a school with a bunch of other celebrities' kids, all the dads are, like, 70, right? So there you go. Anyway, I don't know. It's just weird to me that people wouldn't retire from something like that. Or, I don't know, making a new album in the studio just seems strange to me. But I guess it's like, you know, I have to accept that there's a Venn diagram and one of the circles is, uh, you know, feeds the soul. And one of them is like, is, uh, feeds the need to have like a house and literally for food. And so, uh, oh, it's just cycled to like a preteen girl doing some kind of dance. I'm not comfortable having watched that. Um, Yikes. Yeah, and see here's here's like a high school volleyball, girls volleyball game. Hmm. Not not in love with this just being something that I've scrolled through in any any capacity. But um Anyway, I you know, the Venn diagram, right? There's probably people who for whom they're like work that feeds them food and their work that oh, here's a guy with a big snake he's handing it to another guy who's got it on a stick 
and seems to be posing. He thinks he's posing for a picture, but it's a video. Oh, and now he's draping another snake uh, and putting its head down the front of the guy's shirt for some reason. Oh, and now the head's coming up and, like, kissing the guy's face. The guy is smiling. Look, he looks like he's doing his best to not be. Oh, now he's putting the snake head first down the guy's pants. Okay, he's not actually going to put it down his pants. That was just a big joke. Because he was like, I'll put this around your neck and down your shirt. But, like, wouldn't it be crazy if this bit your penis? Forget your eyeball. Whatever. Um... So maybe maybe the Rolling Stones are in that Venn diagram of like, hey, I love what I do. This is what I would be doing anyway, even if I wasn't getting paid. And I guess there's a temptation to believe that, right? Like, because, you know, making music seems like something that people enjoy. But I don't know, man. I just, I'm suspicious of it. It just seems like a, a huge to-do. But maybe at the same time, like, once you're the Rolling Stones, right? It's not like when you release an album, they're like, you better make sure you're all over Twitter about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just put it out. Like, fuck it. It just goes out in the world, and you probably make some money, and you're done. All right. Here's a hippie lady who maybe is doing yoga or maybe is meditating or something. She looks like she's talking very sincerely. take a moment and if, if you feel called you can connect with your why today why you're in breath work what you would like to get out of it ah uh, yes okay <laughs> breath work yep you know I hesitate to shit on these things because uh, I don't know they work for some people and whatever I just you know there's something about some of these things I don't I don't have whatever the thing is that's required to make you to make a person be like, you know what? I'm a, uh, how do you become an expert in these things? That's what I want to know. Like, how do you become an expert in like doing breath work? You're like, I've done so much breath work and I'm really good at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just don't have the balls. Like something that I am an, expert in or even a marginal expert I don't have the balls to be like yeah I know what I'm doing I just decided to uh, reopen this in a incognito window um, because that way it's not going on my YouTube history um, partially because I was like I don't really want these like preteen girls on my YouTube history I mean, I don't want to watch them, but I also don't want it on the YouTube history. But I also don't want anything recommended, like, about breathwork now or something. <laughs> or, like, here's a kid's soccer game. I, I, yeah, I... Sometimes the algorithm is our friend, right? Recommends things that you're like, I mean, I would be vaguely interested, or at least where you're like, I could understand why this would think I was interested. Oh, here's someone uh, being frustrated trying to connect a device. Yeah, that's familiar. Um, but yeah, I just don't know. It's like, there seems to be, in my opinion, there's a lot of like yoga ladies out there 
who are like, I'm an expert now in mindfulness or something. And I'm like, are you though? Are you? Um, that seems, that seems questionable. It's like, a, you know, again, when you watch Shark Tank, we were watching this because both of us were doing kind of like boring worky projects. Um, so it's a great show to just have on the TV while you're doing nonsense. And, uh, there's so many fitness systems that show up on Shark Tank. It's fucking amazing. And it's always crazy shit like, uh, you know, some guy invented, it's like a, basically a surfboard that is uh, suspended by rubber bands, you know, just like an inch above the floor or something. And so it's like unstable. And it's this whole idea of like, if you're doing something on an unstable surface, it's like 10 times the workout for you. And it's like one of my favorite things about fitness is like people confusing something being really difficult with being good exercise. Because I'm like, well, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I would even go so far as to say like, okay, like uh, lifting a very heavy barbell is not good for you just because it's difficult. In other words, like if you're not ready for that, you shouldn't be doing it at all for sure. Um, but I, I don't understand the benefit that people are purporting from like, I did a uh, pushups on a, a stability ball. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That seems questionable to me on an uneven, unstable surface. I did an exercise that seems of like something you'd want to avoid. Oh, here's like a guy preaching to what appears to be an empty church. Sermon messages entitled All by Myself. All by Myself. Oh my God. <laughs> Boy, am I glad I didn't go to church when I was a kid. Uh, here's someone just uh, showing their drive in super fast motion for some reason. Uh,. Here are some people playing pickleball? Maybe pickleball? I'm going to assume this is pickleball. It looks like tennis, but they have like more of a ping pong paddle. And they're playing on lines that are outside the tennis court lines, sort of. And looks smaller, maybe? I don't understand the obsession with pickleball. The like national obsession with it. It seems pretty much like tennis to me. I don't know how different it is. Or I don't know how it's different. It seems pretty much the same. I guess the court is smaller, but like, couldn't you just play on a smaller portion of the court? There's all kinds of fucking lines on a tennis court. Like if you were, you know, old or you're like not athletic or whatever, couldn't you just be like, okay, we're going to use these center lines. That's it. You know, so let's do, let's do that. <laughs> and like, don't smash the ball at me. That would be appreciated. Uh, here's a football practice. Can you fucking imagine? There is somebody, you know, in this in this world who is like a parent who's just sitting watching a football practice of their child during the summer. I mean, how crazy is that? Can you think? I mean, it's like some people, I just feel like, do you really have nothing better to do with your time? 
than watching children play football. My God. I mean, watching professionals play football is pretty bad. Oh, here's somebody doing a song. This could be our new theme song. It's just, it's funny to watch people do these things. I don't know. It's just a weird setup they have. What's this lady talking about? Let's see. Identify my speech anxiety as something called state anxiety. Coming from the business and professional sports world, I often spoke to diverse audiences, delivering multiple messages, sometimes informational, sometimes. This would be more effective if I couldn't see that she was clearly reading a paper. Oh, here's a okay. Here's a guy filming with his finger in the frame. Which is something I have found myself doing more and more, which is I'm like, I guess I'm a grandpa now because half the pictures I take on my phone or like whenever I take a picture on my phone, I have to remember um, that the, you know, the, where I put my fingers, they should have a thing on the front of the phone. I guess I should just do this. I should just put a little paint dot on the front of my phone indicates or the side of the case or whatever that indicates where the camera is just to remind me like this is where your camera is by the way by the way <laughs> this just appears to be a family walking through a mall uh all right i mean they are living that good 90s life of walking through a mall where that's a thing you could do i guess but uh you know beyond that i don't know <laughs> I mean, maybe we're just in an era now. Like, maybe the point of this website here is kind of just like, you know what? We just live in a world now where people just film things. And it's like, let's just film everything. This is like where I turn into grandpa, right? Because I'm like, you know, we used to use film. And so you actually had to want to have a picture of something in order to take a picture of something. But uh, there's, I, I don't know, there's some truth to it, right? Oh, let's see if we can figure out what band this is. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. No idea. It's so funny to watch um, concert, you know, recordings from people's phones because they look like shit and they sound even worse. Like if I if I had never been to a big like a stadium concert and I saw someone's recording on their phone and that's all I'd seen was like phone recordings of them, I'd be like, ah, no, thanks. I'm going to pass because this sounds like shit. I would rather just stay home and listen to the album because this sounds so terrible. So, so terrible. It's weird, too, how in the mix on a phone, it's like the people next to you could be chatting or singing along, and they're so much louder than the music. But you're like, when I go to the show, it's definitely the volume of the music that hurts my ears. Oh, weird. This cycled back to Snake Guy. 
I'm not like the hard, most hardcore like animal rights person or whatever, but I'm like, I don't know. Do you need to put a snake like on a guy? I mean, maybe a snake doesn't care. Maybe a snake doesn't knows no difference between. I don't know. What a snake really does most of the time, right? It seems like when I've seen them at the zoo, they're just curled up in their container. Uh, but yeah, maybe that's because they're in a zoo and they shouldn't be. Oh my God. There's like a home shopping network with a piece of jewelry. It's a necklace. That's like a ballerina type dancer doing a move, but she's doing a move. So you're seeing her from the front and she's like kicking one of her legs up. So it's almost touching, you know, her head. And it's like, you're just, it's like a big upskirt shot expressed as a necklace. It's very weird. (laughs) It's just a weird way to do a piece of jewelry because there's a way you could do it that would be way better because she has a weird billowy skirt on too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a pervo. I mean, I am just a pervo, but at the same time, some things are just genuinely odd. It's a weird choice. It's a choice to wear that, right? Uh, Here's a video of a lady just talking, looking like she's doing a, uh, you know, hostage video. That's how I would describe most of the, uh, like, you know, when you go to work and it's like someone records a video for like updating purposes or something, that's how they feel most of the times is you're like, is there someone off screen <laughs> pointing a gun at you, like forcing you to do this? Cause it, that's what it seems like. <laughs> it's just a, a odd way. Oh, here's someone looking at a toy for children. That's very medical. It's like a stethoscope, but with pink glitter. And a syringe with pink glitter. <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not? I, as far as I'm concerned, they can make... Oh, my God. I called my doctor. Okay. My doctor retired. And so I got a letter that was basically like, your doctor is retiring. So uh, here are two other doctors we have who are taking patients now. Which, number one, I call bullshit on this. Why do I, as an established patient have to go and I have to have the new doctor now shouldn't shouldn't I get an older doctor a more experienced doctor it's not about the age necessarily it's more about the level of experience and it's like well shouldn't I get an experienced doctor everyone kicks down one doctor basically right um but anyway they're like pick one of these two doctors and uh you know I I looked at him and I was like all right I guess I'll pick this guy So I called in and I was like, well, I got to get a a yearly physical soon. So I was hoping to schedule that. But also, I don't really have a doctor right now. So uh, I have to, I guess, pick one of these two and then schedule a physical. And I was like, I'm thinking like late October or something. Because I don't know, there might be another booster shot and I want to get a flu shot and whatever. So that, that seems like about the right timing for me. And the guy was like, okay, well... Because you're a new patient, first you have to go to the doctor for like an intake uh, appointment, and then you've got to, then we'll have to do the physical separately. And I was like, so you can't like do that in one appointment? And he was like, no, because you're a new patient. And I was like, I'm not a new patient. You know, this is not my fault, you guys. Also, it's like my constant frustration with going to the doctor. Uh, slash emergency room slash whatever which is I'm like all the info 
that I gave you guys two months ago still applies. No, I did not at, you know, almost 40, having never smoked, decide in the last two months to take up smoking. If I do, I'll let you know, but it seems pretty unlikely at this point. Seems <laughs> awfully unlikely. Also, will all of you who smoke weed uh, just make sure you admit to your doctor that you smoke weed for the love of God? Because every time I go in there, they're like, you don't smoke? And I was like, no. And they're like, not, not even marijuana? And I'm like, no. And they're like, you don't use marijuana? And I'm like, no. They ask like five questions about marijuana. I guess because people are like, it doesn't count. Or maybe they're afraid to say they smoke, <laughs> smoke weed or whatever. But I'm like, guys, I promise you I don't smoke weed. I don't like it. I could, I could link you to a very long podcast where I talk about how I don't like it. Okay? I promise you. Anyway, so now it's like I'm, I guess I'm supposed to go to the doctor so he can walk into the room and, like, look at who I am and decide whether or not he wants to take me on as a patient, which I'm like, can you just look at my record and decide? I mean, I guess maybe you don't want to take on a patient who busted his toe in June. Uh, you know, I'm doing fine now. If that, if that changes your mind. <laughs> God. Well, and, you know, I was also like, I guess maybe, you know, this is how you make money, right? Like you get two copays or whatever, which I'm like, listen, I know I'm, this is kind of a privileged position and everything, but like, if you just want me to pay twice, can we do that? And like, I can walk, walk in, meet the doctor, walk out to the waiting room, come back in, we can do the appointment. I would rather just do it uh, once. Okay, hold on. This footage contains disturbing audio, music, pictures, swear words, flashing lights, and gore? Okay, it's like a VHS tape playing with, like, excessive tracking that you can tell is not real. It's added in post because the tracking uh, scan lines go outside the image in the center. They're, the tracking lines are wider than the image. So far, it's just uh, blackness. Oh, now it's a girl's face. It says restless. I assume there's some noise here. Now it says reprisal. <laughs> the They must pay. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I have a feeling this is going to turn into a, a, like, shriek. Oh, now it's like a creepy bunny. Christmas 2001, it says. I remember that fateful night. The last night we've ever had. Look at your daughter now, mommy and daddy. She has been reborn. It's like a scary tricks rabbit. She has been suffering, and whose fault is that? Who is fault is that, by the way? Wrong whose. But, you know, fine. I assume this is mom and dad I'm seeing a picture of. Now it's just darkness. Nothing. Tracking lines. This is what I was kind of hoping for. Like, there's got to be some wacko out there who's just uploading shit like this that's like, you know, I don't know. Oh, December 2004 now. <sighs> Telephone noise. Hello? Gabriel, what the fuck just happened? 
Rachel just told me that Lauren started crying after what you've showed her. I don't know. I just gave him the Max and Ruby DVD thing that was left in our closet after all these years. I mean, Rachel called me and told me that her daughter had been observing some disturbing images and audio from the DVD, and I think that's impossible because it was acting fine when our children were watching. Okay, so this is just a creepypasta thing. <laughs> I don't remember there being such messed up shit included. Well, you probably gave her a different disc or something like that. But I remember there being only one disc in that closet. Then did you edit into the DVD? What? No. Why would I do that? I swear I haven't even touched that damn thing for the past three years. What the hell did Lauren even see anyway? Oh, yeah, now it's like a creepy face. Okay. Okay. It's so obviously... The problem is when it's so obviously fake. Uh, you know. I remember there being a DVD in the closet. There was only one DVD in that closet. You're like, okay. All right, buddy. Uh, well, there you go. That's astronaut.io. Um, I guess I'll just bring up the soundboard and play it. Play an outro music, cause why the fuck not? <laughs> you know, I guess I was thinking that today would just, uh, you know, I didn't really have an idea except watching some of these things, and I was like, well, this might be too visual. But I figured it would send me down some paths, and it did. So here we are. Oh, by the way, um, I watched the movie Midsummer this week. What a complete piece of shit. I'm angry at everybody for liking that movie. Normally I'm like, live and let live. This movie I'm like, what the fuck, everybody? What the fuck? Pete hates it. All right, we'll see you next time. Like, where's the